Right, well now this is a first, never done this before, but how exciting is this on the internet? Okay. It's 2022, and yet here we are again, still talking about 1975. That is the band, the 1975. Every few years, the English pop group will disappear from the public eye, deleting social media and wiping any trace of their internet presence. But the result of their return is always cause for commotion and a good excuse to revisit the discography that spans four albums over the last decade. And this year, 2022, is no exception for some excitement. The 1975 are back in full swing with updated photo shoots, long-winded interviews with frontman Maddie Healy, and full-length album produced by the one and only Jack Antonoff, which features the topic of our episode today. Being funny in a foreign language may, to most people, seem like a cheesy and long-winded album title, but for fans of the band, it's right on brand with their previous releases. Likewise, this new LP may see a return to the earlier style of the 1975 first two albums, with a live and excitable sound and energy. The song for today is All I Need to Hear, an honest and stripped-back ballad, and the fourth single off their soon-to-be-released album, Being Funny in a Foreign Language. I'm Gavin Leestraw on I've Got Ox from the Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7, and this is All You Need to Hear by the I've got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Gavin Leestro. We have with us, as always, Bella and Allie. It's almost like you forgot her name. Yeah, why do second. you look so suspicious? Because I'm always like thinking maybe you'll you'll pipe up and be like, Oh, hey, Bella uh, and Allie. But then I have to introduce you. That's what you. we sound like. Okay, too. let's try that again. Uh, and as always, we have Bella and Allie. Yes. Okay. I sounded scared. So you've heard you've heard part of the band. You've heard happiness. You've heard. I'm in love with you, but this is the fourth one. This is the the l- latest single off of the 1975's new album, "Being Funny in a Foreign Language," and it's called "All I Need to Hear," and it's wonderful. I think. What do you guys think? I feel like we're all sort of starstruck because yeah. we just sat down and watched. I wouldn't even call it a music video. I would call it. Wait, it's a live performance. I don't think that's the recording that's on no, the album. And it's. I really liked the oh, live it's beautiful, version. Beautiful. Yeah. More. Um, but this is the like Gavin said the fourth single. The album comes out in about two weeks, a little yes. under two weeks on the fourteenth via Dirty Hit. Via Dirty um, Hit, and we're all very very excited. I'm regressing back into my eighth grade <laughs> 1975 obsessed phase. Um, yeah, Ooh. it's not regressing though. That's no, a bad word. It's, it's progression. Like, yeah, because it's. I don't think this is music that I'm not ashamed to be like. Yeah, I, I like. The new 1975 yeah. music. It's a rebirth. It's for, a renaissance. Yeah. Okay, because for a while, like especially even when they were on Tumblr, it was very cool to hate the 1975. Of course, yeah. It's like, like that the first sound album. music video. Yeah. It's all like 
them being aware of the fact that everyone hates them. Right. You know, and the past two albums, I think where Bella Gavin and I kind of differ is I've tuned out for the past couple of albums. It just hasn't. You didn't miss much. I didn't love <laughs> it. And it this sound, this song in particular and what I'm so hopeful of this album doing mm-hmm. is like bringing back what they're so good at, which is yeah. songs like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maddie's songwriting and everybody else who's involved in that process, it just shines again. Yeah. And I think the two things that really threw them off, one was drugs. And yeah. Other, I think was, <laughs> It'll do it. I think it did it to every artist. Yet again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Old faithful there, messing up people's <laughs> careers. Um, but I think drugs and also the pandemic really messed with yeah. their creative process, I think. And so we got, I mean, uh, the second to last album wasn't during the pandemic, but like the the newest one, Notes on a Conditional mm-hmm. Form, that was just kind of, I feel like it did a lot. Music in general kind of suffered that year because right. of the pandemic and it kind of shows. And I think that now that those things are out of the way for mm-hmm. the most part, they're like, let's make an album that we can, you know, mm-hmm. isn't a pandemic album. It's not, I'm a druggy album. It's a 1975 album that we can listen to at any stage of our lives and mm-hmm. still be proud of. There's a maturity that's mm-hmm. like, the album is not even out yet and it's just glaringly clear. Like yeah. on a skill level, I feel like just from the live performance we just watched, they're so much more comfortable where they're at. Yeah. You know, they don't seem as boyish and like immature. And I think the last two albums, like even the writing on it, I really like. Yeah, this, it, It's intuitive. It's writing a lot about technology and how that plays a role in our life i think just sonically it sort of fell short for me but they got these like two sort of experimental records out of their system yeah and now yeah, it's like yeah. they can bring that like, okay this, yeah we're, we're going good. back we're good we did that we're going yeah. back but with like better perspective Maturity. yeah i think a really and just grown up like yeah. honestly and i think a really good way to like judge that growing up is the fact that like you know in their music videos they used to wear like the leather pants and the <laughs> tattoos and all that stuff but in songs that sound similar to the old songs, the music video now, he's wearing like baggy jeans mm. and a blazer. Like, it's sort of like a. It's almost a grow old manish. Yeah, it's yeah. almost old manish. And like he's in a lounge instead of like, you know, a nightclub. Right. Like that just shows the progression of it's the same people, but, you know, different stages of their lives. Their fan base has grown up. They've grown up. They're not like, you know, destructive teenagers anymore. They're just trying yeah. to be adults okay. making music. Adults. Yeah. Which is interesting. Adults making music. I feel like culture doesn't really like care about that anymore. No. I mean, we've talked about it on a past episode. We're sort of presented with this idea that after you're maybe 25, like you're life dead. just ends. Yeah. And it's like yeah. that's so untrue and denies so many people the luxury of experiencing art that reflects their life at different yeah. stages. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just weird. Yeah. I was listening to, I've been then on like a Peter Gabriel kick mm. and- he was old when he like made his big hits, yeah. which is interesting, which almost makes it makes sense. Like if you think about the great novels in history, they're never written by like young people. They're like yeah. written by experienced people, which, you know, music shouldn't maybe be that different. Right. But there's just like that rush for immediacy that I think the 1975 fell into for a little while. Mm-hmm. Understandably so. Yep. Um, what this song really um, almost immediately reminded me of, but in an opposite way, is Robbers, which came off of their first record, and it's one of their most famous and beloved songs. Yeah. Mm, I die for Robbers. Oh, it's so... But thematically, how opposite it is, because, you know, Robbers is about... Kind of tells a story of a Bonnie and Clyde-esque heist yeah. gone mm-hmm. wrong and falling in love with, like, the wrong person. I think he's mm-hmm. her pimp, or it's suggested of some sort of, like, bad connection. Yeah. And then you get a song like this, which is... 
simple has maybe two or three verses the same chorus and all he's saying is just i just want to be near somebody who loves me and who Mm -hmm. will communicate that to me it's so grown up yeah yeah speaking to like those lyrics like i was reading some interview that he did and george the drummer who's like maddie the main singer and george are like the two writers and producers of the band the other ones are just kind of they play um but george he told maddie he's like i don't like i don't believe you wrote this song basically He's like, and Maddie's like, that's the biggest compliment I've ever received from George because <laughs> any other song that I write is so full of like maddiness. Like, yeah. That he's like, I could give this song to Adele and she could sing it. Yeah. And she doesn't have to talk about drugs or, you know. The 1975 song is kind of like known for its like shock either shock value, value yeah. lyrics or just being like, oh, that's a very 1975 theme. But this is just a love song or yeah. like a common feeling that everybody has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's, I mean... I do a lot of different types of writing and also creative writing and they always talk about being able to, you know, write something that gets a reaction and an edge out of people is fine and great and maybe that's a skill, but that skill is going to get exhausted after mm-hmm. a while. Being able to write something that's truly beautiful Sincere. and concise is going to be way more impactful in the long run. And I think what we're looking at now is sort of the horizon of an album that's definitely going to stand the test of time. Maybe yes. just for us, but yeah. I don't care because I like it. Yeah, and like he he's talked about that before. Like his song "Sincerity is Scary" off of um, "Brief Inquiry." Yeah, that talks about like it's easy to be ironic in like you know be in the face of of culture and be like I'm different. That's almost easier nowadays because people expect it. It's yeah. harder to be like this is how I actually feel, right? And this is the truth. Being sincere is harder, and mm-hmm. it's, right. it's scary. And they're the, I feel like, like, the 1975 or the Maddie Healy persona anyways, like, five years ago would show very much that side of, like, our society that's, like, oh, like, who cares about, like, being yeah. deep, and, mm-hmm. like, I just want to, like, live life and do all these crazy things, and, like, I feel like he almost embodied that type oh, of, yeah. like, sure, movement, yeah. and so now it's just, like, like, it's just, like, it's, it's very, it's a very mm-hmm. weird, like, uh, switch switch yeah. like yeah. comparison honestly and he's like we d- we've done that and yeah no. like yeah. i've done that that was me that, <laughs> that was, was literally me, me. like <laughs> and now he's like writing this beautiful song that's like and like how gavin was saying how george is like he can't believe you wrote that like that i mean that makes perfect sense yeah like hearing it's not just seeing song. the words i'd be like this is there's no way this is maddie healy like he he gets close there with songs like i was talking to ali a while ago or last weekend about like she lays down and some yeah. songs like that that like touch a little more into like this serious like very like emotional songs mm-hmm. but this is just like yeah different. but all of, even those songs i'm thinking maybe like be my mistake too it still has like a tinge yeah. of like depressiveness mm-hmm. and that, like, like grotesqueness yeah it's grotesque yeah. in yeah. a way it's like i'm in love with you but part of it's really demented and messy. Yeah, and sick. it's like sick. Yeah, but then this is more like, I'm in love, love you, with yeah. you. <laughs> I think my favorite line in this, and also I'm not in a relationship, so that probably reflects some sort of internal thing. You guys are. But towards the end, I think it's, I it's either what? the bridge or like one of the closing verses. He says something like, I don't care if you're insincere. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think that line just, there's kind of what we're talking about with old songs being love sick and sort of a sad way. This is like, it, it's sort of naive. It's yeah. sort of like, I don't care if you mean what you're saying. Yeah. Just I just it. need you to be around. Yeah. Me. yeah. And he talks about like, if you, you'll know where to find me, I'll be the, be in the place that I've always been. Like yeah. basically this person has moved on oh. and he's <laughs> like, I want you to, like, you're not returning my calls. He says that like, you're not listening to my messages. Like, I just need you to come back to the place where we first were mm-hmm. kind of that first love idea and like just tell me what i need to hear like make me realize like the old times are still here kind of yeah 
And um, that that line where he talks about not needing the crowd or people kind of cheering mm-hmm. him on and he's performing. He just needs this one person. It's very special. I love it. Yeah. I'm so excited. And I don't know. The whole album just has a more, like all the songs we've heard, especially like I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. Like that chorus is literally just I'm in love with you. I, 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 I. Yeah. Like that's, I think that's just going to be the, the embodiment of what the album is. It's not like some super deep. There's no like hidden meanings in the song. It's just simple to the point love songs or yeah. statements. And it's positive for the most mm. part, at mm-hmm. least what we've seen so far. Right. Yeah. Which like, I feel like there's a certain type of, like the 1975 does like depressing songs really well. Not yeah. even just depressing, but like the subject matter being like, like hard to grapple with or depressing or whatever. Like, <clears throat> And so, but like in the, in their old stuff, you see, you see stuff like, uh, not even old. Like if you're too shy, damn, I love that song, but like, <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's really like happy. It's really nice. But like the, the lyrics are messed up, like yeah. Yeah. borderline. And so even with, um, it's like perverted love, it's perverted. Yeah. Even with I'm in love with you, it's like, you're just in love. Like, of course yeah. there's a little bit of that Maddie tinge there, but like, <laughs> it, I definitely appreciate the level of like, like simplicity almost yeah. and just i really love a good like borderline just not borderline like, just like happy song like right. straight up like it'll be interesting to see if that's kind of what the album is or if this is almost like outliers. an intermission yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean this the album is kind of short it's only 11 songs and we've got four of them so far so at this yeah. point it's almost half the songs right are in this vein part of the band was a little bit weird um just because of like it's it's lots of it bounces around lots of different topics, mm-hmm. but in general, still it is kind of sincere. I'm also interested to see how the sequencing is going to go. Like, how are yeah. they going to order the yeah. songs? Yeah. I love a good album sequencing. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, so after this album comes out, one of the reasons we're doing this episode now and a song that we all know, right, is because we're going to do like we did with the Beatles. If you were around for that, um, we're going to do a super episode of all of us pick one song from 1975, and it's going to be a two week thing. It's going to be great. Yeah. And so stick around. And if you're just joining us, this is I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. And I'm Gavin. And we have... Bella. Bella. And Allie. There they are. They got it this time. <laughs> we'll cut out the little lag. Um, yeah. But yeah, and we're talking about All I Want to Hear by the... Um, not the Beatles. By the Night City Five. Could be by the Personally, Beatles. I don't like the Beatles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was a joke. But, yeah, Beatles um, suck. No, they're great. I think like only one of the last things I just want to point out is that I think that alongside with what this album is going to be, I think this one is going to be a really good song to hear live. Mm-hmm. Like just the experience oh, yeah. of it. Apparently, so he... I found out that he played this song like a year ago. He showed up at a Phoebe Bridgers concert. What? And played this acoustically. The, the uh, video's <laughs> online. And so when people, it didn't have a title, but people remember the lyric. And wow, like, That's yeah. that song he played. Well, hopefully he plays it when we go see him in Chicago. Yes. On the 9th. So. Because we're going. So. We are I going. I got his tickets. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh you my guys are gosh. going. You did not. Yeah, I did. Let's go. <laughs> I've got oxes going. To- <laughs> not me, but you not guys are. Sorry, Alex. We'll, we'll, live stream it. we'll live stream it. It's okay. Surprise. Uh, that is awesome. Wow. Okay. I'll have to collect myself off air. <laughs> it took you a second to realize. I know. You were just like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I kind of knew. Oh, I'm so well, glad I got that out. I've been hiding it for like five days. Wherever <laughs> you are. planning this. In your car or at home celebrating with us that we get to go see the concert come with us. We don't us. know if you are, but we but, are. I mean, you should Sucks. be happy. This is a great moment in history. 
Um, Gavin's never seen I've them. I've got Ox lore right here. Yeah, yes. literally. Right now. History happening. Allie has seen them twice. Yes. You saw them what? In I totally grade forgot first? about the second one. Yeah, we were talking in the car and she was like, oh, I actually saw them twice. Okay, <laughs> she forgot that. But <laughs> we, were, we were talking about it. Allie and I were in the car. We were listening to music and I was like, oh, it'd be so good to go to this concert. And we were talking about it. I've seen them. Allie's seen them. And we we're like, Wait a second. Gavin <laughs> hasn't seen them. And, I've and watched the live from the O2. He watches the like live 20 times. Like so much. And literally the night I bought them, you were in my kitchen and you were like, oh, I would die to see this song live. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I was like, if, okay. Pump the brakes. If anyone listening right now, go to your streaming service or wherever you we listen to music. We can't tell people to do that. But if it, you'd like to. <laughs> and I strongly suggest that you listen to the live album of the 1975 and listen to the first two tracks together. And they they go together as They're one so song, and it goes from the intro song into the "Love Me," and which we did an episode on. If you want to go check that out too, um, but that's like a religious experience. <laughs> this concert will, be. and you the crowd is crazy, and it's just like a, a choir of singing, and then the bass hits with the guitar, and you want to cry. Should it's I go? Amazing. No, yeah. I'll go. Yes, I'll buy a ticket. Are you serious? Please, I, w- I didn't know. I I knew do you said it, you were going to Ruby Waters the night before. I didn't know if you were flying out the day after. Are you? No, I'll stick around. Okay, well, we'll drive you we'll up. We'll pull up to the 1975. Oh my gosh, that'd be so fun. Guess Steven's going to be, be there too. Oh my gosh, you guys are. What? You can't like say names on the air. Oh, oh. I can't? Well, we didn't clarify which Steven. <laughs> hey, Steven is Steven going to this concert. Jobs, Steve Jobs. <laughs> oh my gosh, be really? Yeah, I know, right? He's so funny. Yeah. Well, why thanks. can't we say names? Okay, because Beep <laughs> is going to be there. Oh my gosh, yay! <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Okay, not that you care about what concerts we're going to. But you do. But, but you that was exciting because moment. Gavin will die. Yeah, yeah, I will literally pass away. <laughs> Tears streaming down my face, sweat on my brow. It will be amazing. Thanks for listening to that special little episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost changed. so nervous. I know. Oh Allie, we were like, no, we have to do the Yeah, Allie was, Allie was waiting to say the line to be like, uh, I think it will really be good live. And I was like, it's my time. And then Gavin's like, well, actually. <laughs> I was like, no, no. <laughs> no, it's okay. Dang. Okay. Well, um, you've been listening to I've Got Ox. Whoa, it's not over. <laughs> it isn't? No. Oh, I, mean, I didn't know is. we still had time. I, I think we are yeah, out of time. Awkward. Okay. Well, if I'm sorry you had to sit through that, but if you're excited, we're excited too the, that we're going to see the well, 1975. Take it back, don't take it. <laughs> 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 it's, I'm going. <laughs> sorry um, you had to hear that. <laughs> oh my gosh. But sorry. <laughs> that was our episode on All I Wanted to Hear by the 1975. You should totally go check out that song. The album comes out on the 17th of October. So Yeah. I, isn't it the 14th? 14th, I'm sorry. It comes out in October. Good try. Yes. <laughs> Almost there. Almost there. Um, we highly suggest you listen. Yes, we highly suggest and encourage the listening of this album. Um, great band, great album. And yeah, I'm, yeah we hope you liked end. it. The end. Any last words? Nope. No. All right. Well, this has been I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. And as always, we're so glad you listen. And this is... A goodbye from Gavin, Allie, and Bella. So see you later. We're not dying. We're not dying. We'll see you next week. And next week we have a little surprise. So tune in next week because we have a little surprise. A little crossover action. Maybe. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Bye. Bye.